Thank you again to my patrons for sponsoring this podcast. And thank you guys for going on the podcast merch store and purchasing things. I greatly appreciate it. And the Zenny sticker is uh, the Zenny Aficionado still up. It's still only 20, 25 bucks, whatever you want to pay for it. We now have the stickers thanks to a person on TikTok, uh, Sarah, if I remember correctly. Thank you, Sarah, for that idea. I do like it, but I still am going to do the limited edition drop. That one, on the other hand, is not for sale. I reiterate, if I like your content and you're a content creator that I enjoy or you're someone I know, you will get this new sticker. However, they're not done yet. They're um, they're in the works. It does take a while. It's just like my last sticker drop. I have like a few left of the old sticker. Like literally just, I think like three or four out of the 120 that I printed. And I'm going to be doing that again. However, this time I'm going to be a bit more strenuous with it. Um, the company I use does offer die cut stickers. And I'm going to have to go into detail about that later. But this time I'm going to go into another topic. You see... On this podcast, I have unspoken rules that I never, I never break. I, if I sound different, I've been drinking more water, I don't know. Uh, I never break these rules because I don't like controversy all that much. However, today, this episode is going to walk a very fine line. And I apologize in advance for anyone who is religious. I, um, I understand it's a very sensitive topic, so I'm going to be very, very careful with this one. But just hear me out, okay? Because after I heard it, and after I did some research, I thought, I have no choice. I have to speak on the matter. All right. So why am I pussyfooting around this non-specific topic that I'm about to discuss. Well, well, I guess a trigger warning at first. For those who are religious, and this means any world religion, I'm talking literally any of them, you know, just, just a heads up, I guess. The main thing that I'm going to be discussing today is food. I know. Bear with me, this is all going somewhere. So in the past, we've relied heavily on wheat, and growing our own food, and with said foods have come diseases. You know, maybe the potato famine, you all remember that. It just happened. (laughs) And ergot. Now, what is ergot? For those who don't know what ergot is, I'm moving in my chair, this is how serious I am. Ergot is a very small fungus. It's visible, sure, but it grows on wheat. You know, similar to the name of the podcast, Meet Wheat. You know, you get it. However, there is something about ergot that many people don't understand. The thing is, it's still edible. But it has some interesting side effects, so to speak. For example, if you bake ergot, which, or if you get wheat, dry it up, even though it has ergot on it, mill it, Make it into a loaf of bread, maybe, which a lot of our ancestors ate, by the way. Okay, you see where I'm going with it? A lot of our ancestors ate. What would happen if you ate the ergot that was baked? Now, the thing about ergot is after it's baked, 
to a certain temperature, which, you know, the degree that bread cooks, it will turn into LSD. And... Come on, you could see where I'm going with it, please. Okay, fine. What I'm saying is, for a majority of these religious scripts that we have, it's never been directly written by a god, you know? It, it, no one ever says, okay, Jesus himself put pen to paper. No, I'm not saying that. What I am saying is, maybe, just, you know, just maybe, people were tripping on LSD unknowingly, because all they were doing was they weren't seeking out a drug trip. They were simply eating ergot-laced bread, and they were seeing things that weren't there. Now, of course, this is coming from someone who's never tripped on LSD, despite the fact that I've been offered, but, you know, it's food for thought, at the very least. Why would I start with that? Now, why, why would I bring up a podcast episode where I fundamentally break one of the biggest rules that I have? I don't know. I just felt like saying something. Because I heard this theory, right? And it does hold some merit, because there are many artists. I'm not sure about the religion themselves, okay? This is where I'm trying to break away from breaking the rule. This is where I'm trying to find equal ground. I don't know about the religion themselves. I don't know about seeing God and stuff, okay? That's something different. Maybe it happened, maybe it didn't. If you believe it, good for you. If you don't, good for you. Just don't fight, okay? Just don't do that. Don't be that guy. Even me, I try to respect all world religions. Like, every, every, every talking point, everything, really. But could it be that ergot laced bread has fundamentally changed some historical events? For example, there are many artists from the Renaissance era who would eat, you know, this ergot laced bread and it would drive them a little mad. At least they thought. Until it lost its effect, of course. But of course, you get hungry, you eat more bread, bing bang boom, you're back at square one. <laughs> there are some, there's an artist whose entire depictions of hell in Dante's Inferno, the, the paintings he made, it, it is possible. In fact, a lot of people do agree that, yeah, he was eating ergot lace bread and he was painting very graphic depictions of hell, which is something that we now base hell on, which this is why I started talking about it. Let me get his name. Hang on. His name was Hieronymus Bosch. Look up that name. It's very important. Because I want you to see the paintings that he did. Hieronymus Bosch around the 1400s. Very important because around the time Michelangelo was still around and so forth. The only painting we have of this man came 30 years after his death. Uh, after his death. If you guys are wondering why I'm talking about this topic, I've always found it interesting, right? And I recently found a YouTube channel called Hochelga. Hocha. Hochelaga. H-O-C-H-E-L-A-G-A. There, I... That's that's your weekly spelling done, I guess. But yeah, this topic did draw some controversies. Of course, of course it's going to. Of course it is. Interesting to note, Hieronymus Bosch had a very... Not a secretive life, but we just don't know that much about him. Unfortunately, because of this, my theory doesn't hold as much water as some others so this is just a it's not my theory per se but it's one that i'm building off of which is that he ate lsd laced bread or you know ergot but the thing is this same bread of course has different side effects because it's a 
It's a poisonous fungus. And eating so would actually cause lesions in the skin. And the thing is, we don't know that much about him. If we knew more about Hieronymus Bosch, we could possibly determine that he was, in fact, you know, eating the ergot bread. But we don't know that much about him. In fact, the only painting we have of him is made 30 years after his death. He only did possibly one self-portrait depicting himself in hell. And it's interesting to see that because it makes you think, I mean, he already knows where he's going kind of thing. And interestingly enough, he also did a painting within the painting, right? Where a demon is writing notes on somebody's ass. I, th I thought that was kind of funny. But the notes are like an actual song. Like historians have gone back looked at it and they they put pen to paper and they made an actual song with it and it didn't sound too bad it sounded a bit ominous to be honest and given the fact that it was written in hell you know in the painting it only makes sense it's very fitting i hate that i'm thinking about this though a little too much i feel like the whole lsd lace bread thing has really gotten to me right because i i think about it and it just makes sense because lsd affects everyone differently in fact I can go into detail about the Dancing Plague, which, by the way, look it up, it's even more interesting than this. Let me give you a synopsis. Basically, entire colonies of people back then, around the 1400s era, would mysteriously just begin dancing. Dancing to the point, some of them anyway, some of them would dance to the point where they just keeled over and died from exhaustion. Not enough energy to keep going, just gone. Dead. Death by Mysterious Dancing Plague. Now, of course, we know nowadays that it was the bread. But back then, they didn't know that. I believe there was a thing called St. Anthony's Fire, which is a disease that, you know, they didn't know much about mental health back then. And I, you know, I could see that being an issue. But of course, Hieronymus Bosch. A lot of people just think he was an early... An, an early interpreter of... Surrealism, which, if I'm being totally honest, I guess surrealism wouldn't exist without a bit of LSD, you know what I mean? I mean, just look at fucking Picasso. You're telling me he wasn't boofing cocaine? You know, something like that? Anyway, going back to Hieronymus. Interesting man. And a very talented artist. There were some people in um, online that were saying... Hey, maybe he was just, you know, like, no one could paint this good while high. And then people who were actually, you know, taking drugs would say, well, you don't do it while you're under the influence, you do it after. So it could be that he had these vivid hallucinations while on the bread, would come back to reality, and would paint what he saw. Because admittedly, he's a very talented artist. And I don't think anyone tripping out on LSD could paint a, a line that straight, you know what I mean? But of course... This is just a theory. However, I wanted to bring it up first because I feel like it does give some food for thought about ancient history and the weird things they saw back then. In fact, the, the word unicorn is used in the Bible, by the way. It was later found out that the unicorn did refer to a one-horned animal, but it wasn't a unicorn, you know, like a magical one that shoots fairies out of its ass or whatever. It was just another name for a bull, which... You know, it's not as exciting, is it? 
Sometimes history can be boring. Sometimes they can just write things differently. Like how they wrote S's. Like Massachusetts. No, it's Massachusetts. You know, um, that's a joke from Futurama. Shout out to people who get that joke. Let's get off that topic because it is... It's a, it's a fine line, you know what I mean? But you know what? Since we're... Since we're close to one rule, I'm, I'm breaking another one. Hey, uh, Joshua Wiseman, the, the chef, why the fuck do you hate poor people? <laughs> like, it seems like... Now, I'm not saying that personally, right? But I am seeing that a lot of people on your comment section do seem to be like... Oh, you can make it for this much, or you can make it for that much. Like, bro, I don't know what you did, but you were getting the blunt end of the stick at that point. I mean... Jesus, dude, like the, the whole comment section, he, he made a video, right? Let me, let me preface this. There's a TikTok where a lady's getting like two cans of like chicken, not, not chicken soup. What is it? Cream of mushroom soup, right? And she's just putting it on a pan like she's preparing stuff. And it was a funny video because it just flops out of the pan and hits down. And he goes, no, you don't got to cook. You don't got to cook. And all the comments are just like, hey, shut the fuck up. Leave her alone, asshole bitch. <laughs> I don't know, just just really ratting on the guy and i found it kind of funny because the thing is he didn't say anything like like everyone's just fucking mad at him and the, what doesn't help right is a few videos later he just has a giant leg of ham from spain and he said this cost me a thousand dollars and he's playing it like a guitar i mean i kind of see it uh, oh well i kind of see it you know what i mean like i'm not i'm not saying you did anything wrong don't get me wrong but the comments certainly, I don't know, man. They just, you got the blunt end of the stick of the internet. You know what I mean? Not even like internet trolls. I'm talking like legitimate people, like vehemently going after you. Like some of them are like, hey, you know, like they'll be called out for their actions as well. And then they go, you know, they double down. Like they're like, no, fuck you <laughs> to whoever else disagrees. Joshua Wiseman does make some good food, though. Like, I'm, I'm going to be honest. Thank you, Joshua Wiseman, on YouTube. Because because of your video-making skills and prowess, I learned how to make my own pickles. And, you know, that's that's it there, really. i just been pickling some stuff. My favorite thing is pickled onions, which I make, and then I cook. I don't know. They're really good. But they're really good. You know what I mean? Like, I slice some jalapenos or uh, habanero, put it in there. They all stew in the same broth. You know what I mean? And it's bussing. It's bussing. It's delicious. It's yummy. But at the same time, some people just don't have time to cook. We don't got your free time, man. I mean, I got time to do this podcast. I'm going to be honest. I just want an excuse to be lazy. Lazy. God damn. I don't know what's up with me. I'm tired, bro. It's been raining. Finally. I made a TikTok earlier, right? And I think I've been shadow banned because the thing is, my videos normally get around 200, 300 views. Which, you know, cool. Thanks. Thank you, algorithm. But what I didn't like is that that one video got two. Two views. And then I posted another one just to double check. And that one got two. Two views. Again. Thank you, TikTok. This is what you get for speaking against the CCP, I guess. Whoops. I regret nothing. You know what? While we're on the breaking the rule subject... I, what was the rules? What was the rules? We did religion. We did uh, controversy. How about politics? Because a lot of people are telling me if I'm going to vote. Cool. You know what? Great. Do your thing. Vote. Go ahead. Do that. Okay? Um, but stop filling up my 
fucking mailbox with stuff. Seriously, cut that out. And you, you know what? I gotta back up from the mic for this one. And also, stop showing up at my fucking door. Who does that? Seriously. Knock on my door. Seriously. The door was open. I had the screen door open. I was cooking. Guy walks up, just says, hey, um, just a reminder for, um, you guys, vote today. The guy was paid to say this, so I'm not even, like, I mean, chase that back, brother. Go ahead and do that. But I was so bewildered by the fact that they had to pay people for that. Why is it so bad this year? Why is my phone constantly blowing up with texts from numbers saying, hey, this is this guy, this is that guy. Uh, be sure to vote for me. Be sure to vote for me. Shut the fuck up. All right. I get it. You want to be the winner. You want to do the thing. You want to change gas tax. I don't give a shit, dude. Just vote for whoever you want. Or don't vote. I don't care either way. I was so upset by this that naturally my little degenerate side came out and... Uh... You guys hear that? You guys hear that little buzzing? That's my tattoo gun. That's right. So, I'm going to tattoo on my wrist a little something, right? I don't know what yet. God, that's a big needle. Um, Oh, shit, I put the wrong needle, too. Yeah, this is for shading. I can't use this. What's it feel like, though? Ow! Ah! Ow. I'm not voting. <laughs> yeah, um... Ow. Damn, I forgot about that. You're not supposed to push it deep into your skin. That shit went... Oh, I'm bleeding. What's that thing I said earlier? I regret nothing. I regret this. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. I injure myself for the podcast. You guys are lucky that I do this shit for you. I'm fucking bleeding. You guys better sub to the Patreon. This shit hurts. Okay, admittedly, the more I do it, the cooler it looks. Like, I'm gonna keep going. I only regretted the first part because I put my finger right on the needle tip. Ow, but also cool. <laughs> Get tattoos. I already got two of them. Um, I didn't want to pay for more, so I just bought the gun myself. Hmm. You know, I don't know how to actually use this thing. Man, I'm just full of surprises, ain't I? I'm, I'm going to hurt myself. <laughs> I better not. There's an actual medicine you're supposed to use whenever you get a tattoo. I don't have it, so I can't continue, but my skin now hurts, so cool, great. I, I actually paused the podcast for a bit, right? Just to keep going, because I have a tattoo on my chest. It needs some touching up. I just did it myself. Now it is uneven and a different shade, but cool. My bad. <laughs> All right, I'm unplugging this shit. It's a bad idea. <laughs> okay. I am not going to lie. The initial shock is what got me. But the more I went along with it, the better it felt. So for those nervous to get a tattoo, it hurts at for like the first two seconds. Um, just make sure to ow, make sure you pay someone to do this shit. This is a um, I'm not going to do that again. Maybe I'm going to do it again. <laughs> I only regret things when they hurt. And this time it kind of did. But today I learned I might be into, you know, tattoos. By into tattoos, I mean into doing them. Because this was actually really cool. Did I just find my next hobby? Giving people tattoos? Oh my god, could you imagine? Do you imagine starting as a podcaster?
doing all this stuff, photography, now I'm giving myself tattoos. You know what? Maybe. Honestly, maybe. That was actually kind of cool. It hurt at first, but again, I had my finger all the way on it. But not bad. Like, oh, not bad. Not bad at all. Maybe I need some higher quality ink. I think that's the problem. So yeah, live on the podcast, I just discovered my next hobby. I bought a tattoo gun for the gimmick. And it was cool. <laughs> I'm going to do that again. I think I'm going to write something like edgy or something. I don't know. I know you need like a bunch of equipment and like sanitary stuff. But I'm not too unfamiliar with like backdoor stuff. That sounds like an anal joke. It's not. Um, what am I going off on? Never mind. This whole episode was about religion. Now I'm giving myself tattoos and yelling at Joe Biden or something. Yo, one guy, I need a fucking shower. Um, <laughs> this episode's actually being recorded in the middle of the week. Because, um, because of rain and because of stuff like that, I, um, well, I'm at home. So, you know, it's all cool. It's all good. It worked out at the end. Um, but at the same time, I now find myself with not much to do. But at the same time, you heard me rip ass just there. You heard me. I'm not censoring that. I don't censor things on this podcast unless it's racist. Oh, no. Oh, no. Okay, I broke some rules. I'm not breaking that one. I am not breaking that one. Do you understand me? I could see you guys already filling up the inbox saying, where did you go with it? I'm not going to do that. Are you fucking joking? I don't even know what to say anyway. You're awful. How could you? Go go home, take a shower, wash the failure off. Even if you're already home, good. Stay there. I bought a new necklace the other day, right? I wore it twice and I forgot about it. Um, I am so bad with money. <laughs> Which is probably why no one's subbing to the Patreon. Never mind. You know what? That's fine. You know what? I'm going to do that. Um, there's a feature on pit on what's it called <laughs> there's a feature on fucking um patreon where you can upload videos now and it's exclusively for members so i am going to give myself a tattoo but it's only going to be on the patreon it's only going to be like five dollar and above tiers so you know good luck with that all right cool i've never done a patreon plug like that um so now i got to put my money where my mouth is and lucky for me i have all day tomorrow so cool Ow, that still hurt. I guess while I'm on the topic, um, I was thinking of uploading like episodes of the podcast specifically for patrons who pay like a dollar a month. That's it. You know, nothing, nothing more. A dollar a month, you get an extra episode, and uh, that, that's about it. Let's skip that because I don't like talking about finance all that much. <clears throat> Truth is, when it comes to the Patreon, I don't look too far into it because this is a free show. Like. I'm not charging you anything to watch this or listen. In fact, if you're listening to this, I'm the one who's privileged to to be able to entertain you. And in this case, it cost me a bit of my skin. Ow. <laughs> okay, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. You know, I should talk about that. My first tattoo. The first time I got a tattoo, right? You need to understand, I wasn't in the right mindset for it. I paid $50 for a tiny little tattoo. I got a cat tattoo on my right... Uh, Somewhere on my body, right? Somewhere where I'd have to take off my clothes for you to see it. However, you will never see it. It is not for your eyes. And I got another one on my chest. That one's much cooler. Um, it's a giant black rose. 
That one I got much later, cost a bit more, but I got it from a guy um, on Instagram called Project Space Bat. Project Space Bat, thank you very much for the tattoo. It looks amazing. It's been years and it's still holding up. It looks great, honestly. I, I love it. Unfortunately, now that I got a tattoo gun, I'm going to see if I could do it too. You know what I mean? Okay, if we're being real here, Project Space Bat on Instagram, the guy can do a much better job than I could, honestly. Like, he's an artist, you know? He's a goddamn artist. And I support my fellow artists, you know what I mean? I think a tattoo should speak for itself whenever you get it. And I do feel like some people don't... um they don't fully grasp what a tattoo is because there's some people that take it way too seriously, right? They're all like, oh, this is the the Agamemnon cycle from 1741. It represents this and that. I got a cat. That's what I got. That was my first tattoo. I walked in, slapped the money on the ground. And I was like, uh, let me pick that up. I missed the desk. I slapped it on the desk. I literally just got off work when I got it too. My parents were even like, hey, you're not home yet. You good? I was a pharmacy tech when I got this tattoo, by the way. Um, I got it somewhere where it wasn't visible because they had a whole strict rule of, oh, you can't have this, you can't have that, can't dyed hair, all that crap. Basically the exact opposite of everything I am now. You can imagine what that does to your mental health when you have a job where everything you've ever believed in is thrown to the wayside. And now I'm in a job where I'm just free. I can do what I want and I pay respects to them, honestly big hats off to them i love my job it's amazing and you know i wish i could shout them out but i try not to give free advertising um it, it, it's just not something i do okay um speaking of that i'm very happy that that i mentioned tattoos because i know a lot of people who don't have tattoos have anxiety about getting one and let me tell you right now as soon as you're done like, as soon as you, you finish getting your tattoo, right? You, you just kind of forget about it. Like, after two weeks, I was like, cool. You know? Like, my, my parents kind of freaked out a bit. They were like, that's not real. That's Sharpie. And then they tried rubbing it off. They were like, it is a real tattoo. Oh, my God. <laughs> I remember that first shock. It was fucking... It, it wasn't the best, honestly. It was it was something something else. Definitely something else. Um... Oh, well, it is what it is. When it comes down to it, you got to break new ground. And when it comes to it, I feel like I'm the person in the family who does that. And if I'm not that, then I'm the first person who does it normally. Like in any group of friends I'm in, I'm always like, why don't we try this? Because the thing is, new ideas are scary to anyone who already has a routine. Anyone who already has, you know, an idea that they think, okay, this is scripture this is set in stone. This is life. I tend to be the opposite, okay? What I try to do, right, is I look for new things, maybe try new ideas, new foods even. And and I think, let's do it. You know? It has cost me in the past money, time, my intestinal lining, a trip to the hospital, a year of my life, and several broken hearts. Um, no, not broken hearts. I guess the term would be, um, I don't know, severed ties, I guess. It is what it is. But I must break new ground, and I must be the one, uh, trailblazer, so to speak. 
However, I have learned in my life, um, there's a saying, right? No, don't travel on the beaten path or whatever. You, you know, get, get off the, the path. As an adult with responsibilities, bills to pay, taxes, uh, fucking, I don't know. Got to change the oil on my car later. Um, as a person with all this, right? With a bit more knowledge on my back and a bit more age under my belt, I can tell you right now, sometimes the path, sometimes the beaten path is there for a reason. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, maybe you want to go out and look at the edge of a cliff, but maybe the, the rocks are covered in a thin moss and you'll slip to your death. You never know. Sometimes the beaten path is there for a reason. Always remember that. There was another one that was way darker when I heard it. It was on The Simpsons of all places where it's like, hold up. There we go. Where they said, if a blade of grass rises above the others, do we admire it? No, we cut it down. I remember hearing that and I thought that really struck a chord with me for all the wrong reasons. Because I heard it and I thought, I mean, it makes sense, like uniformity and whatever, but it's just not what I'm about. At the very least, push the boundaries. Don't knock them over. Just push them. Anyway, um... I don't know. I'm definitely going to hell after this episode. Um, that's going to do it for this episode of the Meatweed Podcast. I did say last week it was going to be a bit more on edge. You know what I mean? Um, I, now you can see what I mean. I mean, we're on season three. I know it doesn't mean much. But we've been at it for almost two years now, I believe. So it's been a while. And, you know, the numbers are growing. We're almost at 10,000 downloads. Thank you all very much for that, by the way. And the truth is... I love the fact that I run this podcast and I look at the numbers grow. Whether or not they grow really high, I don't mind, you know? I just love that people listen. So thank you all from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very much for listening. And I'll see you all next week. And <laughs> shit's gonna get wild. All right, see you guys. <laughs>